0: We have to go back! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And we have our detective hats on because we are sleuthing back to the year 1998 to find our first clue in Pokemon, the first movie. (laughs) let me... Just say
1: this. I was so confused by the title of this movie (laughs) when I was trying to find it. Because when you texted me, you were like, we're going to do Pokemon, the first movie. I was like, all right, I will guess I'll look up which movie was first. I was like, oh, that's the title. But then it's like, colon, Mewtwo strikes back. And I'm like, hmm, this could be a problem that I never saw the first striking There was just all to it. And then, and then, when I downloaded it from iTunes, it said, Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo versus Mew. And I was like, well, I don't know what I'm about to watch. (laughs) I hope it's right. I'm hoping, I think you watched the right one. I I really hope so. I think, I think I did. Let's see how this conversation goes. Yours was about Mewtwo, right? Yes. Okay, good.
0: Okay. So we are reviewing this movie because Detective Pikachu is making its way into theaters, delighting audiences with a beloved childhood video game character in a way in which people wouldn't be upset
1: about. All I know about animation, it's two things. You got to keep their eyes super far apart and give them human teeth. And if there is a third thing, just make those legs go for days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Animation's all about the legs. And mm-hmm. that's all we'll say about that. So <laughs> every movie's a miracle. Every. Eventually. Uh, so Pokemon the first movie is a animated movie based on the very wildly popular TV show Pokemon Because it's cleaner. Uh, And Pokemon follows Ash, who is a Pokemon trainer, who is striving to be the very best like no one ever was. And he, along the way, has his companion Pikachu. He makes some friends, Brock and Misty, uh, who are both ex-gym leaders, um, who decided to join Ash on his Pokemon journey because Ash has... You know it he he has heart and determination to become the very best and we follow him on these adventures and every single time he goes on his adventures he's almost always thwarted by team rocket uh jesse and james and their talking pokemon meowth And they usually dress up in terrible costumes that Ash is not smart enough to see through every episode, Uh, but they are trying to capture Pikachu because Pikachu is uh, a rare Pokemon, and they work for Giovanni, who uh, is determined to have the rarest collection of Pokemon, Uh, and that's just giving you a background story of Mm -hmm. Pokemon so that you can understand the players that are in this movie because this movie much like Avengers Endgame, no spoilers still, um, requires some homework. Yeah, Uh, that was homework I did not do. Yeah, yeah. So so I hope that brief synopsis of what Pokemon is helped you now Mm -hmm. understand everything that you were watching.
1: Between that and the Charles Xavier-like voiceover at the beginning and end, I was unable to understand what's happening in the Pokemon world and what life means.
0: <laughs> so this Pokemon movie was first conceived back in 1997. It was originally planned to be the series finale for the Pokemon TV show. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, you know, the Pokemon phenomenon became a thing and they said okay all right well we won't conclude the show so they did some rewrites and then we ultimately came up with this version of pokemon so for those of you who are not big anime fans basically uh anime is a a loose term for anime at the very least is uh japanese animated tv shows that originally air in japan and then it uh, has a very certain style and aesthetic to it. But then in America, we get it secondhand, so it's uh, translated differently. Uh, you can kind of think of it kind of like Power Rangers. Power Rangers has like half of the show already filmed in Japan with all the suits and all the mechs and, and monsters. And then America just films the live-action human parts without the people in masks, and then they just blend the two. So they basically have a full show with half uh, the budget they had to have to spend because it's already made So, I bring that up because this movie originally aired in Japan uh, first. And it originally had a completely different storyline. The storyline being, okay, humans can clone Pokemon. And Mewtwo kind of had the superiority complex of like, well, I'm better than Mew. And so, I'm going to make a bunch of other better versions of Pokemon. and And so, the big battle between Mew and Mewtwo was about who was better. And Mew basically saw Mewtwo as being like, oh, well all clones are bad. So I guess I got to destroy all the clones. And so that was the more central fight between the two of them. And then ultimately they decided that all Poco lives are good. And so they flew off and rode off into the sunset. That was the original storyline that happened. Then in America, we got the version of this TV show that is largely based on people battling each other in order to prove who is better Uh, and you earn badges and earn ranking from fighting uh, to a a weirdly confusing third act that has fighting being bad. Fighting's bad. Pokemon were meant to fight, but not like this. Yeah, I was watching
1: that and being like, I don't think they know what game this is no. um yeah because it's, it's my understanding is that it's all about
0: fighting it's 100 percent about fighting like okay. that's how you advance like you train and you you train with your pokemon and you train by battling other people and getting better and stronger and learning different techniques and leveling up experience and evolving and all these other things
1: yeah, it's it'd be like if Rocky was like, you know what, violence isn't the answer. I'm going to go start a cake shop.
0: Right. It's like,
1: is this, what Rocky movie is this?
0: Yeah, and so that's why we have the distinction between the Japanese version and the American version.
1: He would have started a French restaurant called a Rockatooie.
0: <laughs> yeah. You should see how he spells It's It's like what you think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is some background uh, for you. Now, the film primarily consists of three segments. Uh, there is a short Pikachu's Vacation, a 21-minute feature focusing on Pikachu and all his little Pokemon pals oh. hanging out with all these other Pokemon. Mine uh, didn't have that. It referred to the vacation
1: segment in the credits, okay. but mine started... Uh, well, and even in the, the iTunes thing, it, it said something like, uh, an additional short. Mine just didn't have it, though. It started with the creation of Mewtwo.
0: Okay.
1: And, uh, yeah, then just goes straight to, like, Ash having a picnic.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's in the, th- in the original theatrical release, which I went to, uh, there was a short called Pikachu's Vacation, and then the... They actually in the Americas there were there wasn't that full origin of u two. Um, oh, so
1: they, w- maybe I watched a
0: whole different thing. No, I think you watched the the properly broadcasted one. Got it. Um, okay. But originally in theaters, it was. Pikachu's vacation and then a very abridged version. Because I don't remember watching like half the sad stuff about this guy trying to reanimate his daughter. I was like, uh, I don't remember this. Um, did you not get that either? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, good. So the version that you watched was the original theatrical version in addition to Pikachu's short. Um, there is like a full-on like origin of Mewtwo where it's like Mewtwo is part of this experiment of uh, this guy is trying to see if you can clone Pokemon um, so that you can bring back human life like that's the squiggly haired professor's main motivation oh okay Uh, and so then you have that and then you have the complete Film. Did it explain in there
1: when he had time to make that PowerPoint presentation about how Mewtwo blew up the lab? Because I thought we saw him die, and at no point did he record anything or, or drag any slides together. Uh, plots
0: find a way. Oh, that's right. Plots find, <laughs> plots find a way. Plots find a way. So the budget for... The Pokemon first movie was $5 million, 350 million yen, and it made $173 million Whoa. in the Americas and several more million yen. I didn't have that statistic um, readily available, but I did have this one. The original VHS release sold 4.2 million units and earned 58 0.8 million dollars in the u.s by the end of the year 2000 and by 2007 the film had sold 10 million units of home video in the united states that's unbelievable that's not, and that's not even any of the merchandising no that's just the tapes
1: that is incredible yeah uh, it makes sense why they just keep making them mm-hmm
0: yeah, yeah and it's currently the highest grossing anime film of all time in North America.
1: Really? Yeah. Um, This was just a whole adventure for me, Ricky, because (laughs) I never saw the TV show or any of the movies. I never played the games or had the cards. My only interaction with Pokemon has been Super Smash Brothers and a brief run of Taco Bell toys in the 2000s, I think. I like... I have always been very tangentially attached to Pokemon. Always respected it, loved it. I think my parents, in their infinite wisdom, knew that my my little obsessive kid brain, the same one that was like, I need to collect everything Ninja Turtles, everything Power Rangers, everything, everything. They were like, oh, there's a IP whose slogan is gotta catch them all. We are going to steer this kid away from that.
0: Let's loop back.
1: Yeah, and uh, just, I never, never got back on, but I loved watching this and it I felt like every scene was just oh, that's what that reference means. <laughs> I get that now I understand it. what it really did was make um, so many cosplay photos make sense that I have seen. <laughs> Of like characters in the background at Comic-Con where I'm like, I have no idea what they're supposed to be. Yep. Um, now I understand. I I, I totally get it.
0: Now you uh, get
1: it. But yeah, it was so much fun. And I didn't realize that uh, I, I never knew like the origins of Mewtwo, obviously, or like I knew there was an evolution to Pokemon, but I didn't really like know what it was about. I knew that they fought, um, didn't know that they but not publicly like discouraged fighting. Not like this. It was never supposed to be like this. Um, yeah, there were just a lot of things that I kind of knew about Pokemon that were uh, justified and kind of explained for me. And even coming in this cold, I I was able to understand. I felt like I understood everything that was happening. I was very aware that there was probably a ton of backstory that would have enriched the actual movie for me. But um, even like Jesse and James and all like I I kind of understood like what they're about. I'm like, okay, you're you're every butch and woim that's ever been <laughs> in a in a movie. So like yeah. we're fine. Um, but yeah, it was just so much fun to watch. and I don't watch a ton of anime. so um, just watching that animation style was also really uh, fun. and watching one from the 90s of uh, being like, oh, I rem- I, even if i didn't actively watch it i remember this being like the aesthetic of yep. the day um so this this was great this was it was like having nostalgia for something i never experienced the first time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i i think i felt that way about goodies when we reviewed goodies yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah i it was just one of those things where like you meet someone, they're like, oh, I've never seen fill in the blank. And you're like, you've never? And like that was, I was on the receiving end of that Yeah, uh, for this. Um, but yeah, I I was, I felt like I connected a lot more with the Pokemon and saw a lot more of their personality than even the humans, Yeah, um, which is why I guess they don't call it humans who collect Pokemon. They just right. call it Pokemon. Right. It's cleaner.
0: It's cleaner. Yeah. yeah. So I grew up watching Pokemon and loving it. Like it was one of those things where I I was really into Pokemon and it was the first time I had like a, a phase shift. Um because I went from Pokemon to Digimon. I was like, no, Digimon are better than Pokemon because Digimon talked. Like they talked human words and not just mm. like uh fragments of their name. Uh and so but I was really into Pokemon when I was into Pokemon. I remember being in middle school and being a part of the card game and I didn't know I never knew how to play the card game, but I collected the cards and I remember I traded someone an Articuno, which is a legendary Pokemon it's a very rare Pokemon card um, for like some other dumb low level Pokemon and I only know this because the value system my Pokemon had like a little star in the very bottom and that means it's rare. Um, mm. And their Pokemon had, like, a little circle, which I think made it common. But they swindled me. They said, hey, the Pokemons who appear in the TV show mm. are more valuable than the ones that are. And we haven't even seen Articuno. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. That checks out to me. Wow. And so I was swindled out of a very rare Pokemon card that could be worth dollars today. Yeah. Dollars.
1: Wow. That, what a real Jacob and Esau story. That is... Uh, <laughs> That's tough sledding. Sold my
0: inheritance for soup. Um.
1: (laughs) But I get it. Like, I understand the appeal to these characters, too. I've always thought they were really well designed just from like seeing them around. But uh, when Mewtwo was like, I'm going to destroy the humans, I was like, yeah, okay. But when he's like, It was like in your Pokemon will not be spared. I was like, this monster. <laughs> Who does this guy think he is?
0: To give you kind of like my frame of reference, so Mewtwo and Mew had never been seen in the show, with the exception oh. of the theme song. If you watch the Pokemon theme song, they're the first two Pokemon you see. Is he? But he saw Ash saw Mew when
1: he started, right? Because he made some reference to that of like the first one I ever saw was super rare.
0: No, I I can't remember. I want to say he actually saw one of the legendary fire Pokemon. If I'm remembering, oh, so he correctly. was just saying
1: it was rare, right? And he knew that because it had a star on the card, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, oh, <laughs> let me check. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I I love watching the show, and I was all about because uh, uh, each episode, you you feel like you it's very it was pre Harry Potter, and I can only really equate pokemon to harry potter only because i haven't really read harry potter but from what i hear people say about harry potter this was our harry potter pre harry um, potter it's Pikachu, because, like, not pikachu <laughs> exactly that. uh because like you, you you ash is this like new kid who's like finally old enough to be a pokemon trainer because it's like a career path because i guess they live in a utilitarian society because i never see money be exchanged mm, mm, mm. um <laughs> and so he just goes off. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to Professor Oak get my first trainer Pokemon," and he gets a Pikachu, which is kind of like a leftover um, Pokemon. He's like, "Ah, eh, he's kind of ordinary," uh, and he becomes best friends with this Pikachu. And so Pikachu is kind of like sees him as a friend. That's why that whole line is just like, "Oh yeah, well humans can't be your friends." Like that was like, "Oh yeah, they they can't too, you too." Like you're like yelling at the screen because you're like, "We've been with Ash for like 30 plus episodes." And you you see uh, all they, this whole relationship and um, it, it was just a really good show for kids and there there was the poker rap the Pokemon music was phenomenal there so the poker rap that named all the different Pokemon uh, the Pokemon soundtrack I, I just have like so many Pokemon songs like I commit to memory like the song. The number two, the letter B, the letter A, Master, like to be a Master, Pokemon Master. It's just, I mean, so many great songs, and like the Team Rocket had like a song on that album. Ah, oh, just so and just so many bops that came from Pokemon that yeah. I just absolutely loved. That was all my kind of approach to Pokemon. So like rewatching this movie because I definitely watched it in theaters. Uh, it was such a fun time to just go back and uh, relive that time because it was I it was like one of my first like fandoms before like fandoms were like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was watching Pokemon and I could like have like social conversations with people about Pokemon because everyone was watching it. Um, and I, it felt like I was like part of something um, that like everyone else was in on like pretty much everything else that i kind of got into was either like too deep divey or not it was cool to be into these those other things but like at that time like in like the mid to late 90s like pokemon was everything
1: that's cool i'm glad you had that (laughs) thanks me too
0: Uh, and it was at a time where like they it, they had a manageable amount of Pokemon. They had 150. Mm-hmm. Uh the theme song goes like and there's a, not the theme song but the Pokemon rap at during one of the bridges it's like hey, with the 150 or more to see to be a Pokemon master is my destiny. I was like oh 150 but they said oh, more or more. Wow. Uh but you could keep Tabs on the 150, but then they said they're more Pokemon because that's more merchandise. Enjoy! Yeah, and that's they're, smart. Still, they're still around today. They're still releasing new editions and versions of Pokemon.
1: Yeah, that's really smart. I only had five Planeteers to geek out about, and uh, look where they are now. One of the rarest of
0: Pokemons is a Pokemon known as Head Cannon. Head Cannon, Head Cannon. <laughs> that is not easy to say, does not roll off the tongue. Uh Headcanon! cannon. Oh, that's good. Um, it's an adorable little Pokemon that's just shaped like a cannon. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's
1: one of those that's really on the nose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah the cannon's on his nose. <laughs> uh so headcanon is a part of the show where we share with you unique ideas about the movie and untold stories based on evidence provided by the film. Um one of my biggest pieces of headcanon is uh, and I wrote this down, like, because this movie is basically, it, especially if you get like the full Mew, the full Mewtwo backstory. Um, it's like it's basically the Weapon X program mm-hmm. from X Men meets uh Dino DNA from uh Jurassic Park, yeah, and and that partially? new Will
1: Smith movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And so it it just has a lot of different inspirations. So, um, I, I do want to say that the world of Pokemon, um, is actually all based on the future, um, now, depending on how deep you want to dive, raises nerd glasses into the Pokemon lore. That's crazy. Uh, you really did raise your glasses just then. I did. Wow. But I just had to say it because you can't see it. The-, the legendary Pokemon are believed to be Pokemon that um existed before like time, basically. Like Whoa. they like they, they're like some of the first existing like legendary Pokemon that um uh, are like, you know, basically dinosaurs more or less Mm. and so uh, i'm kind of borrowing uh a the plot of adventure time where the whole premise of adventure time is like after some kind of nuclear fallout and most of the beings and creatures are like mutations or like rare um yeah or like the bug's life to monsters inc head cannon, yeah yeah okay yeah so that's basically my thing uh pokemon actually takes place in the distant future. So that's my head cannon.
1: Nice. I like that. Yeah, that checks out from what I know yeah. of Pokemon. And um, since my knowledge in this space was very limited, I had to go with um, probably the darkest interpretation of Pokemon. <laughs> and uh, for it, that's that. This is all an allegory, or, or like a reskinning of a very real world scenario that they are playing out. And that is that all of these Pokemon and the Pokemon Trainers are actually in a prison. Like a real hardcore penitentiary. The Pokemon Trainers are the guards and the Pokemon are the prisoners. And this is a prison where the guards are in control of the gangs and they pit them against each other for money, favors, bribes, things like that. Um, And whenever they escape, it's a prison break, and they have to go and catch them again and bring them back. Um, So, yeah, this is just uh, real gritty. This is, um, yeah, Orange is the new Pikachu. So (laughs) it's, uh, yeah, a lot darker. Wow. Wow. I I, I tried to connect it more to the lore, but the fact that I couldn't remember anyone's name and kept referring to... uh, jesse and james's cat thing as snarf um
0: was (laughs) not promising oh i love it now we're going to go to part of the show where we like to talk to you about recast and remakes
1: recast remakes
0: (laughs) oh another rare pokemon oh it's a it's a team.
1: It's recast and remake. They stand yeah. on top of each other like old that, circus performers.
0: That's really good. I like it. <laughs> hot, 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 hot. Uh, so if this movie were to be made today, who would you cast? What would the storyline be? There is actually a uh, – they actually have remade this movie in Japan. Hmm. Um, I think it's called Origin of Mewtwo um, Evolution, if I'm remembering correctly, or something like that. And it's like uh, – or the birth of Mewtwo, um, or so, something like that. It's but it's Mewtwo
1: Fast, Mewtwo
0: Furious. <laughs> yes, yeah. Back in the habit. Um, Mewtwo Drift. There you go. Yeah. They basically did remake this, but CGI or, uh, but they three D animated it. Oh, interesting. And okay. so, but it's the exact same movie. Uh, hmm. But if they were to do this, I would say in the style of Detective Pikachu. Um, I personally would love to see Ben Schwartz um as ash i think he would be great playing with Uh, fire (laughs) i mean it's either he he voices ash or he voices blue pikachu and i just have a feeling that that's Mm. not gonna go over well no no no, Um, no no he would be great i love ben schwartz um and then um for all 150 Pokemon, it is uh, Andy Serkis in a recap wow. suit. He is going to be uh, tired. Yeah, but but you're going to really feel the emotion of all Pokemon. Yeah, uh, he's going to be like, Pika, Pika. Yeah, he, he's going to be Mew and too, and I'm the most excited to see him be Mew. Wow. Um, I'm just going to put him in a tank of water and just let him swim around like they did in the uh, Muppet Christmas
1: Carol. And Benedict Cumberbatch can play that, uh, that sea monster one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah
1: Gyarados. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Gyarados. Yeah, because yeah, he's he's got the motion down from the Hobbit.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I'm I, my recast is real simple. Just recast all the Pokemon with Muppets, um, <gasps> and Nurse <gasps> Joy is played by Ellie Kemper, and it would be called Pokemon Muppets.
0: <laughs> okay, I actually legitimately love that. That's all it is. Yeah, that is brilliant. Oh, Ellie Kemper. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Man, why haven't they done that yet? Probably a legal thing. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's just in the corner. And due time. And due time. And so it shall be. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go into our final segment where we... Oh, man. I missed the perfect opportunity to say evolution this whole time. Oh, yes, that's what Pokemon do. Let's do it now. Uh, Now we're <laughs> going to go... Now we're going to go into the final evolution, the final form of our podcast, uh, which is giving you our reasons to recommend.
1: Mm, It's like the rest of the podcast, but with, like, markings on the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So, Grayson, why would you recommend Pokemon the first movie?
1: Yeah, so as someone coming into this cold, I was able to quickly just get on board with the lore of this world and understand what's happening. So I recommend this movie because it is accessible, but still has enough to it for the super fans to really dig deep and know the the deeper meaning of everything that's happening. On a more human level, it's a story about finding your purpose, which is super relatable. There are tons of really impactful themes to this, and, and like lines they say that... Basically refer to like the real strength comes from the heart and looking at how we're more similar than we are different, and finding commonalities against this huge array of different species and characters. And it, it's pretty amazing the message of unity that it has to it. I really like the point that they make where they say the circumstances when you're born are irrelevant. It's what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. And I was just watching this blown away by, by the emotional impact of this story. Even when they're all like bringing Ash back with the, the crying and the tears, which was very well set up because they, they dropped that little nugget early on and then it pays off. They aren't afraid to lean into the emotional stakes of this story. Um, And, that was just really refreshing so i i recommend it because it's fun it's accessible but it has a great message at the end of the day
0: i i echo those sentiments i would say the reason i'd recommend this movie to you if you understand any of the words i'm about to tell you you need to go see the movie if you understand the term canto region mm. um no uh gym badges mm. um or um you know power cards. If oh. any of those three words made sense to you, you need to go rewatch this movie. And if you have the old cuz like this movie came out on VHS in one of those like super puffy like VHSs. So it wasn't just a paper VHS. It was like one of those super like Disney like style oh, like those foamy know classic about. VHS tapes. Yeah. Um and so it was like a big deal to see that movie and it 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 really will take you back like i i was taken back i remember i collected all those they they came burger king came out with a limited edition set of pokeballs that had like gold plated pokemon cards like an actual gold plated like that was the children's toy back in the day wow. and while watching this movie i'm like Oh, I I can clearly see myself holding that pack, getting a card of authenticity, mm-hmm. um, like only one of like a hundred or a thousand or whatever. I was like, I'm going to collect this and I'm going to be rich. Like this is one of the first movies where I'm like, like well, I'm going to trade this away for
1: a sack of beans. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm
0: a, I'm I'm like learning how to invest with pokemon um but yeah it, it it really it takes you back to like childhood like if, if you've ever held or held a pokemon card or watched pokemon uh, it's always fun to go back and watch this movie because it's a good little time capsule of oh yeah that's right i completely forgot that all of these not only was this property so big but it had a theatrical release it has a song on the soundtrack, Grayson, by Billy Piper, like of Doctor Who fame. She has oh, wow. a song on the Pokemon the first movie soundtrack. That's amazing. Like, it, it's mind blowing. But overall, yeah, it's a great movie, a uh, really fun message, and mm. just reminds you of being a kid and just being into the phenomenon that was Pokemon. Yeah.
1: You'll believe a Pokemon can fly <laughs> if it's one of the flying
0: kind. Them. Oh, it's a flying type. I see. Yeah. And that is our review of Pokemon the first movie. Let us know what you remember about Pokemon the first movie on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All places we are at Flashback Flicks. And it would mean a lot to us if you could give us a rating on your podcasting platform of choice on a scale of one to five. Um, at Pokeballs. Yeah. Yeah. One like one Pokeball maybe has a gold. Little uh, gold play Pikachu in it's it. A, it's a maybe. Burger King Pokeball. Yeah. How what, what's f- considered
1: a full team in Pokemon lore? Uh,
0: uh a six. six. Six would be like your, yeah. Six would be your party. That, okay. That's your, oh, your Pokemon party. party. Okay, cool. Yeah. So maybe five is close to a Pokemon party. Yeah. And one of your Pokemon are on your shoulder. Yeah. If you want to give us a full six, just
1: petition iTunes to add a six star. And then uh, you, can, you can select that.
0: You can also always just take a permanent marker and just add another star on oh, your screen. Or, that way you'll yeah. always remember that time that you broke your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and be sure to tune in next time right here on the Flashback Flix Retro Movie Podcast. Until then, remember to be kind and rewind.
1: next time on the flashback flicks retro movie podcast
0: get ready for rush hour ricky we've already done rush hour no that's the tagline for the movie speed oh my gosh this
1: podcast can't go below 50 miles per hour nope